Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 23rd day of September 2021. My name is Nick. Big J is here. He is conscious, but we are having internet difficulties. See, when Big J is stuck at home broadcasting, we rely on our friend, the internet, in order to bring him and his wonderful personality and voice into your homes and hearts. And when things aren't on the up and up out there in Middleton, it makes things difficult. And this morning, it's making things difficult. But he is rallying. Uh, He's got his liaison on the case, uh, which means his wife is on the phone with customer service. And there's one thing I know, Kylie gets bleep done. So I wouldn't be surprised if things are up and running here fairly soon. But we're continuing to work on it. And Big J will be in here as soon as he possibly can throughout the course of this particular morning. And it is a busy one at that. Uh, It is Big J's last day before he goes on a vacation to the Northeast. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today and our plans for when he is out. Uh, Also, the uh, walk to end Alzheimer's is coming up on the 2nd of October. That's a little over a week away. Big J is going to be one of the MCs for We're going to have some people from the Alzheimer's Association coming in to talk a little bit about it, how you can form your own team, where you can go if you want to volunteer, all the information you need to know that's going to happen in the 9 o'clock hour, so you're going to want to hang around for that. Plus, we got your chance to win some Ghost and Volby tickets before they go on sale. We have a very special pre-sale that's happening at 10 o'clock this morning. We want to make sure you get those for free before you have to spend money on them, so we're going to give you a chance to win that with Pop Culture Smackdown. Tickets to Black Label Society and, of course... A nerd alert from Big J, at least we hope so, if we can get things connected. But we also play music on this very show, and that will continue. We'll kick things off here this morning with some Nirvana. It's all apologies here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. How about that? Now listen, the COVID situation around the state of Idaho is poor. Not ideal. Not great. And it continues to get worse with every day. As hospitalizations have hit yet another high, a record 760 people are currently in facilities statewide as of Monday, including another record 202 patients in intensive care. The state's seven-day moving average stayed above 1,000 new COVID cases per day for the 13th consecutive day. Crisis standards were implemented statewide last week. That has not helped things out at all. Elsewhere, PyStem Academy, a public charter school in CUNA, will be closed Thursday and Friday of this week because of a COVID-19 exposure in the staff. And citing current surges in COVID-19 cases and the harm it's done to Idaho's healthcare system, the Idaho Supreme Court announced... It's taking additional uh, measures to slow the spread. Starting uh, Monday, most court hearings will be held online, with the exception of all trials on a petition to terminate parental rights and all felony sentencing hearings, but everything else is online in the court system. So lots of changes being made, lots of bad news being shared, and the cases continue to go up. But that probably shouldn't surprise you, considering where we've been and where we are. Dolphins announced Wednesday that, uh, that what they thought was quarterback Tua, T- Tua Gliova, uh bruised ribs were actually fractured, but so he's not going to start on Sunday against the Raiders. It's unclear how long Tua will be out. 
Head coach Brian Flores says he's already improving, but it will take at least a week to week. Jacoby Brissett will fill in in the meantime. Another quarterback out for a while is Andy Dalton for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields will make his first start at quarterback against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Nagy said Dalton is week-to-week with a knee injury. Of course, Fields was taken number 11 overall. The Bears traded up to grab him. So now we see how the Fields thing goes. He was in the game for a majority of the matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals, which the Bears ended up winning 20-17. But Bears won that game against the Bengals because of their defense, not really because Justin Fields was good or even serviceable, but we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Brown's defense is pretty tough, but you never really know. Hey, Netflix announced yesterday that they are joining forces with Roald Dahl to uh, put together some of the world's most beloved children's stories and current and future fans in creative new ways. Basically, they've signed a deal to uh, produce a bunch of things from Dahl's catalog, including Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, and James and the Giant Peach. If you're saying, hey, Nick, aren't those things already in existence? And I will say yes, but not in a Netflix way. Who knows if they're going to make them series or they're going to redo them in another way, shape, or form, but... If you are a fan of his work, Netflix is where you're going to want to go to make that kind of dream happen. The best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yep, and uh, I tried to do my best here to whip this up, uh, especially when I'm having my own technology problems here at home, but... We'll give it a go. It's too early to tell what COVID-19 situation will be like next summer, but Twitch is hopeful it can bring streamers and fans back together in person in 2022. The company has announced plans for the two uh, TwitchCon events next year. TwitchCon Amsterdam is scheduled for July, while TwitchCon San Diego is earmarked for October. Details about exact dates, venues, and tickets will be announced later. So that's some good news moving forward, and I think a lot of the other cons are going to be following a similar uh, step and, and starting to at least make plans for next year. Uh, speaking of which, there was a Microsoft uh, show yesterday revealing some of the newer stuff that they have to offer. And we all know what to expect with new laptops, upgraded chips, often thinner designs and whiz bang new features. But it's easy to ignore how some of those changes can affect people with disabilities and making a notebook thinner can also make it harder to open, for example. So to better equip its PCs to be more accessible, Microsoft created the Surface Adaptive Kit, a collection of add-ons that can apply uh, that can help you find specific keys, locate ports, and flip open your PC or kickstand. Now, while they might just look like a collection of simple stickers, it still shows that Microsoft is actually thinking of people with disabilities. The adaptive kit comes from the Inclusive Tech Lab, the same folks behind the revolutionary Xbox adaptive controller. Uh, the impetus for the Surface Kit is also very similar. It's all about making Microsoft hardware easier for everyone to use, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. Can't be upset about that. That's pretty awesome. And the next Nintendo Direct will take place today at 4 p.m. Nintendo says the stream will last around 40 minutes and will focus on games coming to Switch this winter. So if you're looking for fresh games to play in a brand new OLED Switch, it's probably worth turning into the third proper Direct of 2021. Uh, perhaps we'll find out more about the final fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Maybe more details about games heading to Switch online. Rumors suggest Nintendo is planning to announce Game Boy and Game Boy Color games for the service. 
While FCC filings indicate the company might reveal a Nintendo 64-style Switch controller this week, that according to Engadget. How does that work, you think? Uh, I have no idea. Maybe something that plugs into it that, uh, that you know, because a lot of people are, are they're fighting playing Switch at home and hooking it up to their TV. So uh, we'll see what this brings. So obviously, Nintendo had hoped at one point that the Switch would be something that people would, you know, take out and, and use out in the world. Um, and certainly some people are doing that. But, you know, part of the competition out there now for a Nintendo Switch is the Steam Valve's um, new mini PC that you can have in your hands, which will be hitting stores here, I think, uh, at the beginning of the year. So we'll see what that brings. But there's a lot of competition out there for it. Yeah, I guess that's on me. I always think of the Switch as like a mobile kind of gaming unit because that's all I ever see it is out in the wild. You know what I mean? People playing it and doing things out there with it when it's uh, it could, I suppose, be used for a console as well. I just feel like it's it's mostly not. But I could be way off about that because I don't have one. I well, don't know. Uh, it's the way it's supposed to be, but it hasn't worked out exactly the way that they thought it would. <laughs> That's your nerd alert, courtesy of Radio's Big J. On the way, some important stuff. Plus, we have to go to hell. We're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. After having bought Whole Foods back in 2017 and opening Amazon Go, which is cashierless convenience stores, Amazon has now plans to move into the brick-and-mortar world. With the Wall Street Journal reporting that the online retail mega giant is planning to open up something called a department store. Big J, you ever heard of it? No, what a new novel idea. The stores, which the journal said could open next year, will feature Amazon's own private label clothing brands, as well as some brands that sell clothing on its website and have high-tech dressing rooms. One reported idea is for customers to scan QR codes of items they want to try on by using a smartphone app, and then store associates gather the items for them in the fitting rooms, and then boom, you just show up, try on the clothes, and then it's all set up through the online purchasing, and you just walk out with them. Also, customers could ask for more items using a touchscreen in the dressing rooms, which may be able to recommend other clothing items based on what they've already liked or bought. The first stores will open up near San Francisco and then Columbus, Ohio, which is a famous test market. And then if they do well there, look out, baby. We're talking about worldwide department stores, courtesy of Amazon. So they just uh, open up all the old JCPenney's that they closed? Or? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They, they take up the spaces in the malls that they help shut down. And they build the Amazon store. I don't know, man. I don't know how this stuff works. I feel like the number one most, I guess, interesting thing about Amazon is that it brings stuff directly to you in a matter of days or sometimes in the same day. I'm not sure if it's going to have that same kind of interest if you just show up to it and like a regular old store. Um, although, who knows? I mean, it's doing pretty good for itself so far. I don't know how the convenience yeah. stores are going, but I also think the convenience stores is a different a different need it serves a different purpose than clothing does but we'll see what ends up happening i'm sure they'll be just fine no matter where they go nba announced yesterday that golden state warriors owner joe lakeup was fined fifty thousand dollars for violating the league's anti-tampering rule because he made comments about ben simmons Lokum cast doubt on a recent san francisco chronicle interview about the warriors being interested in simmons who wants out from philadelphia 
saying, in, quote, in some part, it doesn't really fit what we're doing. The problem is we already have Draymond Green, and Draymond and him are very similar in the sense that neither one of them really shoots, and they do a lot of the playmaking. That's one issue. Salary structure is another. I don't know. Understand? I don't understand how that is tampering. Like, usually, to me, tampering means they're doing what they can to bring the person to town. But saying something like... Yeah, you can't even t- talk about anybody now. We don't want them doesn't seem like tampering to me. Also doesn't seem like bad-mouthing. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, he's $50,000 lighter, which is essentially like him getting fined $10 to you or me. Yeah. It's literally keep their name out of your mouth. Eddie Murphy has signed on to a three-picture deal with Amazon Studios. Variety reports that the comedian will star in three films for Amazon Studios and develop other original film projects for Prime Video with a potential to star in them. Of course, the only time Murphy has collaborated with Amazon was on Coming to America, the sequel to Coming to America, but it ended up being one of the most streamed movies of last year on any streaming service. So Amazon's fairly happy with the results they have in the Eddie Murphy-verse. And, of course, Netflix has a deal, lots of exclusive deals with people like Adam Sandler and all sorts of stuff. So why not Amazon getting into that world? And Eddie Murphy, however, doesn't really have the track record that Adam Sandler does. Whether you love him or hate him, Adam Sandler had a string of ridiculously large box office hits before signing his big Netflix deal. Eddie Murphy has been kind of in like a lull for a while outside of coming to America, which who knows how would it have done at the box office if it was released. Because did you actually ever sit down and watch that movie? No, I never did. Jesus. Uh, and so who knows if Eddie Murphy's got the uh, the kind of drawing power that Adam Sandler does, but Amazon is getting into the Eddie Murphy business, so why not? Oh, man, we're going to hell. Rotten hell, you worthless maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X rocks it's been too long so we are going to return to our old friend florida for today's we're going to hell story ah florida and big j you may recognize the trope or maybe there's a little bit of truth to it but you know the old uh the old adage that ladies sometimes they like a bad boy you know yeah somebody that just resonates trouble and uh, that can be good or bad. I guess it depends on who you are. If you're the bad boy, I imagine that's a home run. But sometimes... Or if being you're a Van Buren boy. <laughs> yes, or, or if you're the uh, the lady in this situation, it could be an issue. Certainly the lady's parents. Uh, many a movie have been made out of that situation. But rarely does somebody live up to their name when it comes to being a bad boy. But certainly in this particular Florida story, we have that situation. Because a dangerous Florida man is now behind bars, which is exactly where you might expect to find somebody whose name is literally dangerous. That's right. The the 27-year-old man whose full name is Sir Dangerous London is now facing kidnapping and assault charges. Police say Sir Dangerous started his day by jumping into a random woman's car and then threatening to, quote, make her life miserable. Sounds like my wedding vows. Then he started punching the passenger side of the window, the windshield, and the radio, causing a whole bunch of damages. Then he pulled out a box cutter and ordered her to drive home. Once she got back to her house, Sir Dangerous jumped out and got into a separate car. The woman then drove away, but Sir Dangerous followed her, eventually rammed his car into her driver's side door. 
The woman was what? able to drive away and then straight to the police station where she reported the crime. Sir Dangerous was later picked up and then taken into custody. But that was his afternoon. How terrifying. Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, this is a dude you don't even know. I mean, and then to get out of the vehicle, get into another one, and then ram the car that he was just in. Yeah, chase her down. Well, he's bananas. Yeah, no, he's he's crazy dangerous is what he should be. Not sir dangerous, crazy dangerous. So Sounds hence, like he's crazy dangerous to that vehicle in particular. Hence the kidnapping and assault charges. So he is facing anywhere from 10 to 15 years in prison. And so we'll see what ends up going on. But I'm not sure who knighted him Sir Dangerous, but either way, they might want to take that title away. Uh, that is no way to be knighted. Not acting like a knight, I'll tell you that right now. But yeah, also, you have to live up some sort of standard principles. This, is, this has been found out to be his given name. It's not like he changed his name to Sir Dangerous. His parents named him Sir Dangerous, which is, like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you don't expect things to go sideways when you name your kid Sir Dangerous. But also, to the, he lives up to the name. Right. It I makes mean, you think maybe maybe you should be better at picking names like Sir Very, Very Successful. Sir Righteous would have been better as opposed to Sir Dangerous. But either way, I'm glad that young lady's okay. Uh, she was not injured in the altercation outside of, I'm sure, some emotional and mental trauma that she'll need plenty of couch time to figure out but at least physically she's okay and this guy is now behind bars where sir dangerous belongs morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story a world premiere of a song from a band that's coming to town on the way plus got a detail big j's vacation and the fun while he's away that's next on the x rocks That is the latest from Volbeat. That song is called Shotgun Blues here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Reminder, 10 o'clock is when you want to look at all the ex-social media posts because that's when we'll post the link for the pre-sale as well as the code to get in today from 10 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock tonight tonight so that you can grab tickets to the Volbeat and Ghost show happening at the Idaho Center on the 28th of January before anybody else can buy them before they go on sale to the general public at 10 a.m. tomorrow. So a little bit of a sneak peek for you coming your way later on today. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, you were about to go on vacation, man, a full week away from the Treasure Valley. Are you excited, nervous, scared, all of these things? Now, now that we've got uh, everything scored away here as far as uh, Corona tests and everything, uh, I'm, I'm pretty super stoked about uh, about it. A chance to, you know, just kind of let loose and go to a place I've never been to for Boston, Massachusetts. And we're going to go into um, to Maine for a day and just uh, hang out with the family. It was pretty much our Christmas present to the kids. So uh, we're taking, uh, there's going to be, I, I think, six of us going. So that's the first time I've ever traveled with that many people in one group. Uh, that can't be right, really. I mean, you know, you have five people or four people in your family and, you know, there's not, there hasn't been two guests along for the yeah, ride? Yeah, no. That's crazy. No, this well, is, well and no, this is the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that we're all flying together actually um usually before when we took the kids to san diego or something all together it was driving so this is the first time as a family we're all flying together somewhere beautiful well it's going to be uh fun i know you've got the uh, the nfl game that you're going to on sunday uh, are you excited about that yeah uh i am excited about that i'm, I'm not so you know looking forward to uh all the 
uh, the walking and standing to get uh, to where we need to go. Uh, but uh, that's part of the deal, and uh, hopefully uh, it'll be a good game at least. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's the, the Patriots Saints, right? Those are the two teams that are facing each other? Yeah, I mean, dang, one week short of seeing the the return of Tom Brady with the Patriots-Bucks game the next week, but uh, we'll take it, and we have really good seats. The wife, and, and she had spoke to you before she got these. She spent, uh, uh, I don't know where she got all the uh, the money, but uh, she, she bought some amazing seats. So uh, first NFL game in, in person, and it's going to be uh, a wild one beautiful uh we look forward to a full report when you get back and of course usually when big j goes on vacation uh i am flying solo and or whoever is gone is flying solo and we're fine with that but this time around we've done something a little bit different whereas we have asked and actually got accepted uh five different celebrity guest hosts that are going to be on this particular show for uh each day that big j is off over the course of the next week so i am really really excited and thankful that uh the people that we invited to come on the show and play the role of co-host and guest host for a day have all agreed to do so and i'm very excited to kind of talk and learn about different aspects of their jobs and what they do and how they do it and educate our audience on some really cool things and so i'm very excited going to post on the social medias later on today who the guest hosts are for the next week but I can just let you know right now that tomorrow uh, we're going to have a really cool person called Alkali Lake that's going to be on the show who is a professional uh, gamer and streamer for Twitch. She also is an amazing cosplayer that's won a ton of awards and that also happens to call the Treasure Valley home. She's got a huge following on social media so we're going to learn a little bit about that world tomorrow which is going to be great to have Alkali on the show to learn all about that and then Monday we're going to have Jen Adams, who of course has been on this show before. She is the owner-operator of Lounge at the End of the Universe, also a very funny stand-up comedian that's going to join me on the show on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, Melissa Davlin from Idaho Public Television is going to come on, who's going to talk about, I don't know, real things for once on this particular show, which is pretty impressive <laughs> and very happy to get Melissa, who's a great follow on social media as well. Thursday, excuse me, Wednesday, we have Darcy Nutt, who is the owner of Chalice Tattoo, one of the premier tattooers here in the Treasure Valley, incredibly in demand and good at what she does. Uh, she's going to be on the show on Wednesday, and then Thursday we're wrapping up Big J's vacation with uh, Mike Sharp from Boise State University, another former guest of this show that is the media relations director that we're going to talk about schools and universities and football teams and all sorts of cool stuff that he's involved with on this show on Thursday. So that's your week full. Plus, Craig Gass is going to be stopping by a couple times during the week. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm sorry that you're missing it, Big J, but uh, honestly, none of this stuff would happen if you were still here. So I'm very happy that all this stuff came together while you're enjoying your vacation. Yeah, I wonder if like the reason that they decided, yeah, we'll come in is because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that. I didn't ask any of these people these those questions, but uh, I, I will say that that's not the case. I think they would come in happily had you be here or not, um, but I, I certainly haven't broached that topic. Well, a couple of them I know uh, decently well. Um, Mike Sharp, of course, and um, uh, Darcy Nutt, who I've got a chance to get to know a little bit over the last couple of years that we were uh, partnered up with the uh, the 208 Tattoo or the Tattoo Show yeah. uh, that we would have there at the Idaho or the, um, well, what used to be the Bank of America Center, I guess. And uh, she's an amazing at tattoo artist, Melissa Davlin, and a, a great journalist. Um, yeah, and uh, Alkai, you, you need to ask Alkai tomorrow about the DMCA strikes and how that's affected her 
uh, life and of course uh, us in the world of music we kind of have a pretty good understanding of how that stuff works yeah exactly but uh, she's incredible and I'm looking forward to getting all sorts of insights tomorrow so make sure you tune in it starts tomorrow it goes all the way through next Thursday and then Big J will return to the show on uh, next Friday and I do believe the day that you come back on October the 1st uh, Craig Ass is going to be in studio with us for the whole show too so he has agreed to be a guest host while you are here see so there's somebody that wanted to wait until you returned to come on the show i re i reached out to craig last night to see if he you know i figured he's a man uh, of travel obviously uh, spends his life on the road asked him about some uh you know boston area restaurants that you might want to take part in and he had no answer (laughs) he's too busy Uh, going to rock shows and uh sporting events yeah yeah but those are the kind of advice that he can give you. So tune in over the course of the next week. Big J, enjoy your vacation. You're still stuck here for at least the next two hours. But I uh, wanted no, to at least See you later. give you some information as to what was happening while Big J was gone. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. He didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. You famously, Big J, are not a gigantic fan of vegetables. Agree or disagree? I mean, uh, not. Uh, I didn't used to be, that's for sure. But now I, I actually enjoy vegetables. Where so, do you stand on you things go. like broccoli? Uh, broccoli is a great uh, vegetable to cook with. So I I, I, I don't think my our, our parents cooked it very well. I mean, now we have the Food Network to tell us how to do it. How about cauliflower? Do you enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Cabbage? Nah, not a big cabbage fan. Brussels sprouts? Yes, I enjoy Brussels sprouts greatly. Some of these uh, are not liked by adults. Most of them are hated by children. And now scientists can tell you that there actually is a reason for that stuff. It's not because they want to be a pain in the backyard. It's because in the mouth, enzymes from these vegetables and bacteria and saliva can mix together to produce pretty unpleasant odors and tastes to some particular people. It's weird how these particular vegetables react to some enzymes in some people's mouths that could cause them to taste worse to some people than they do to other people. Now researchers have found that child-parent pairs have similar levels of these types of bacteria in their saliva, suggesting that uh, there's some sort of shared microbiomes going on in your family that if like, you're not a big fan of, let's say, I don't know, cabbage then maybe your kids won't be either. Researchers add they found that kids whose saliva produced high amounts of these particular bacteria dislike these vegetables the most, but it wasn't necessarily the same for adults. Meanwhile, like, you know, as you get older, you tend to get used to it or put up with it or tolerate it because, you know, you get used to the flavor, you get used to the taste, or just, you know, you realize that, listen, not everything you, you eat that's supposed to be good for you is going to be the most amazing tasting thing in the world. If you're really looking for the health benefits and, you know, to be in shape and eat good things more than what it actually tastes like, some of these things aren't nearly as important. So that's why you hated these things as kids, maybe, and that's why your kids hate them now. Who knows? But science backing up why we hate vegetables from time to time is always a good thing. Looks like the Dolphins are going to be without Tua for a while. He's got some bruised ribs. They're not fracturing, but he's still not going to start Sunday against the Raiders. Unclear how long he'll be out, but they're taking a week to week. Either way, Jacoby Brissett is going to play for the Dolphins at quarterback this week. 
Bears have some injuries at the quarterback position as well. Andy Dalton injured his knee in the second quarter. No major structural damage, but he's still week to week, meaning that first round pick Justin Fields is going to get the nod for the Chicago Bears going up against the Cleveland Browns. So we'll see. Fields played most of the game. Now, you know, Dalton left in the second quarter, but didn't produce a whole lot of offense against the Cincinnati Bengals, but the Bears still won 20-17 in that particular game. So we'll see how this works out for a couple of new quarterbacks starting in the NFL. Saturday Night Live has announced their uh, first batch of hosts for the new season. It's going to kick off in October. October 2nd will be the premiere, and Owen Wilson of the television series Loki is going to be the premiere host for Saturday Night Live. Uh, They've also announced that Kim Kardashian is going to be part of the fun. Rami Malek will host Episode 3, and Jason Sudeikis is making his return to Saturday Night Live for the first time since leaving the show as a cast member. He's coming back as a host and a now multiple-time Emmy winner for Ted Lasso to rejoin the fun that is Saturday Night Live coming up in the month of October. Of course, Ted Lasso, a character he created on Saturday Night Live, so it makes sense that he's returning to the show. Crazy. So that should get some people excited. I can't say the same for the musical guests. Um, I don't know a whole lot about some of them. So uh, either way, if you're a Saturday Night Live fan, that's who's going to be hosting the show, and maybe you can have fun with that. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we're going to hook you up here with tickets uh, before the pre-sale even starts here for uh, the big show happening January 28th out of the Ford Idaho Center, and that would be Ghost and Volbeat along with Twin Temple. So uh, we'll get you situation with those tickets here. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Certainly not your last chance to win tickets to the show, but your last chance to officially get them before they can be purchased at least on this show. So you're going to want to get in on the fun if you'd like. 208-287-1003. You are going to have to defeat Big J in a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll see how he does. How you feeling, Big J, your last day before vacation? You want to go out in a blaze of glory or what? Uh, Blaze of glory. Yes, please. Thank you. We'll see. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's your name? Marshall. Marshall, you're up first. Marshall, what a horror author technically wrote the movie The Green Mile. Man. <laughs> uh, I'm Green Mile. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz. Wrong. No, sir. Uh, Dean Koontz is a horror author. Good guess. However, not the right answer. Hello, The X. Hey, buddy. Hey, we need to know uh, what horror book author actually also wrote the movie The Green Mile. Stephen King. Stephen King. Right. That is 100% correct. Big J, airing from 1994 to the year 2000, in which city was the medical drama TV show ER set? Uh, Seattle. Wrong. No, no, wasn't set in are, Seattle. Are you sh- I'm 100% positive. Oh, ER. Oh, no. You're thinking of Grey's Anatomy. Yes, Chicago. Right. Chicago is the right answer. Grey's Anatomy said Seattle. 100% positive. Yeah, I I meant a blaze of uh, dumpster fire. (laughs) Well, uh, you certainly accomplished that one. Uh, Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with Ghost and Volby tickets. That was my easy question. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. But there's what's the hard question? The hard question, Ed. Well, you'll have to wait till you get back. I'm not gonna, you know, put that out now. Oh, geez, what else are wasted? Well, exactly. It would be a waste. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Any pop hints? culture smackdown. It has something to do with the Marvel Universe. How about that? Thanos. Yeah. That's your hint. That would be incorrect right off the bat. Uh, we will continue Big J's pop culture smackdown when he returns from vacation. We will do some headlines. That's next at the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Always good to make sure you know what's going on out there with the testing of the EAS system in the middle of the song. But we'll do some headlines, Big J. They're brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you are looking for a new or used car adventure, you should check out GoTeamMazda.com. Better yet, the I pre-check button is there at GoTeamMazda.com, and you can get a car loan due over there as well. Headlines are as follows, my friend. What would you do? Fun and funny and not cool. Um, what would you do? What would you do? A man from Connecticut apparently broke into an old Lyme family's home on Monday evening. The family's 16-year-old son came home to find the front door to the house locked and a man inside only wearing shorts who opened the window and said, quote, this isn't your house anymore. And then he closed the window. When police eventually found 31-year-old Benjamin Dam hiding in a second-floor bathroom, he told them, I'm here with my girlfriend. There shouldn't be any problems. She will be home shortly. The issue was that Dom was actually 20 miles away from his own apartment. He was arrested and charged with third-degree burglary, among other charges. The state police report makes no references to his mental state or whether or not he'd been intoxicated or impaired in any way. But that's like a Captain Phillips situation. You know what I mean? You show up, you yeah. can't get into your own house, and somebody says, I'm the captain now, and you're like, uh, what? This isn't where you live. Uh, I'm sure it was a crazy night, but uh, at least they were able to get him out of there and uh, get into the house. That would be good. It's like house pirates. I was going to say, but if like that worked, we would be in a real state of anarchy. Do you know what I mean? Like if Yeah, it's like uh, from Weird Science when the biker guys show up. Yeah, except that was a party. But yes, fun and funny <laughs> or not cool. Not cool. A new homeowner in the United Kingdom was shocked as he apparently found an old rag doll tucked away in the walls inside of his house. So now already that's kind of weird to find a doll inside of your walls. But then when he pulled the doll out of the wall, it had a note stapled to it that said, quote, Thank you for freeing me. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. I hope you have knives. And I hope you sleep well, which is weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that at all. Now, listen, I know that somebody's trying to mess around with somebody, which is interesting. But, like, that's a creepy note to find in the wall of your house. I hope you have knives. I don't know what that means. Right? It means that they're going to cut your throat in the middle of the night. Well, like, does the doll want the knives or will the knives protect you from the doll, I guess, is the question. I think it's the they're going to be used to kill the people in the house. Okay, so you want to get rid of all knives, then, if you find a note that says, I hope you have knives. That would be your course yes. of action? Yes. This makes sense to me. Exactly. Get all knives out of the house, and then, you know, throw the doll in the garbage as quickly as possible. Wrap it up with fun and funny. The school's drop-off line can be a frustrating place for many. After getting complaints from parents at the Mountain View School in Arizona... The PTA decided to use a funny approach to try to fix the issue. They had a lot of growth this year, and as a result, there was an issue with parents waiting to sit in the drop-off line until the gates opened, which left for huge lines. You know, it's picking up your kids at school is a nightmare. 
And so that was blocking traffic. And so the PTA created signs, one that features the band TLC, and says, don't go breaking, uh, blocking drop-off lines. Get it from like waterfalls, Big J? Yeah, yeah. The other features a band, the band NSYNC and says, tell the kids bye, bye, bye. I don't know what that means. But another one had Ross from the TV show Friends and said, pivot out of the drop-off line. Is that a reference to the show that I don't understand? I don't know. Pivot? Friends pivot? You don't get it? Well, I'm not a Friends expert, oh, so. That's too bad. Uh, apparently, the PTA only had the signs up for one day, but it did go viral. It did seem to help the congestion, and parents love them, so it's a win-win all the way around. Except for the fact that we don't understand pivot from friends. Outside of that, it appears to be a home run. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio Alex from the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Uh, Big J, you are a big believer in what goes on over there. You're you're very much in depth with what's happening, and I imagine this is all about the walk to end Alzheimer's, right? Yeah, absolutely, and I uh, can't wait for that. Myself and our buddy Tim going to be emceeing the event again this year, but uh, Alex, how are things getting ready for the walk. Things are going great. Um, I would like to point out that we have two ways of walking this year. You can join us in person at Kleiner Park on October 2nd. We'll be outside. We'll be socially distancing, doing our best to keep everyone safe. And if that option doesn't sound great to you, please consider still walking from home in your neighborhood, maybe at the Greenbelt, just remembering to get your teams together and support in one way or another. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. Uh, of course, uh, if you want to join a walk team or start a walk team, it's not too late, right? No, not at all. If you are interested in joining us, please visit alz.org walk. You'll be able to register your team, make a donation, find out more information about walk day or walking from home. Um, and of course, my contact info is there. So please ask any questions that you have. And Alex, I imagine, you know, because the year has been so weird and everything has been different, the, the planning of this event has had to be pretty interesting as well. I love the fact that you're giving people an option to be there and walk in person, but also do it from home. I, I imagine from an organizational standpoint, it probably isn't the easiest thing to put together. Has it been a trying year for you guys over there? It really has. It has been interesting to try to find these new norms and things keep changing. But, you know, what is so great is that we have so much community support and our partners are still standing by us and everybody wants to walk they miss that in-person feel and and just seeing all the support that we have in this amazing community and so we're excited about it and we've put these challenges behind us and you know one way or another we want to show the community we care so much about this cause and we recognize that they care as well yeah and obviously the walk is a great time to do fundraising but also for those who might not know, there's a chance for you to really learn a lot about what the Alzheimer's Association does and how it helps caregivers and family members and those who are finding out that unfortunately they have some sort of dementia or Alzheimer's themselves, those information is all available at the walk. Correct. The walk is truly about bringing together support and awareness and showing what these fundraising dollars does and how we bring education to the community and support groups. And, you know, when you start your family member, if they ever have to go through this devastating disease, it is a whirlwind of what do I do? And we are here to support you and we want to give you those resources. 
So this is really a time to learn about what we do, why to get involved, um, and overall to bring hope that one day we find a cure for this devastating disease. Plus, uh, Alex, uh, right now an exciting time is there are some breakthroughs happening with research and even possible treatments coming. There really are. There is so many new things and there's exciting news and exciting treatments just right on the line. And that is because we have done things like the walk and we've fundraised and we've put that towards research. We really can't have these breakthroughs without that. And that is why the walk and fundraising is so important. Um, it's really just leading us and giving us hope that really one day we can find a cure for this. Beautiful. It's all happening on October 2nd. Big J going to be part of the MC uh, factor out there, so you can go out there and have a good time if you're going to actually take place in the walk. But we want you to sign up. We want you to join a team. We want you to create a team. We want you to take part in this, whether you're actually going down to be a part of the walk or you're doing it in the comfort of your own home. Either way, you're supporting a really good cause and raising awareness and money for people that truly, truly need it. Alex, one more time where can people get signed up and where can they get more information please visit alz.org slash walk beautiful everything is there and i imagine if you want to let's say it's crunch time can they get there the day of we love the last minute stuff around here so if they want to on the second can they actually roll down there or do you want to get everything done in advance absolutely i am all for last second i will welcome <laughs> you with open arms um you know again to try to be safe and limit hand contact i ask that people you know, think about it and do register before. But if not, I have QR codes all over. You can register from your phone. You can donate from your phone. I will make it happen for you if you show up and join us on walk day. We don't want you to procrastinate, but we're with you if you do is the <laughs> point. Uh, Alex, thank you as always for coming in here this morning and being a part of the show and talking about it. And we'll see you again before this whole thing takes place in the second. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we'll hook you up with some tickets here October 4th at the Knitting Factory. Black Label Society bringing the Doom Trooping Tour to North America uh, along with Prong and Obituary. Going to be a heck of a show. Seeing Zach inside of uh, the Knitting Factory is always a fun experience. We'll hook you up with those tickets if you can figure out bad impressions today. Phone number is 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to give it a shot. Big J has got three clues revolving around a pretty famous celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, then look at you winning a prize to go check out Black Label Society on a Thursday. Not a bad way to kick off your day. Hello, The X. What's going on? Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeremy. All right, Jeremy, you're up first. Good luck to you. I've co-starred on movies like Fallen, The Mexican, and Kill Them Softly. Uh, next. I won three Emmys playing Tony Soprano in The Sopranos on HBO. Yeah, see, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name, so I have to pass him. All right. Jeremy submits after two clues. Sorry, man. He's never going to get there. So let's go to another contestant. Hello, the, the X. The last one won't help anybody. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good, man. Did you hear Big J's first two clues, or do you need him again? I need him again. Uh, I've co-starred in movies like Fallen, The Mexican, and Kill Them Softly. And I've won three Emmys playing Tony Soprano in The Sopranos on HBO. No clue on the first one. Then give him clue three just for fun. Clue number three, I... Passed away in 2013 in Italy, Rome. I'm a ghost. <laughs> in Italy, Sucker. Rome. Uh, do you happen to know the answer, sir? 
Uh, I do not. All right, man. Thank you very much for trying. Man, nobody knows who played Tony Soprano. Hello, the X. Yeah. Yeah, do you know where Italy Rome is, sir? Uh, do you know the answer to Big J's bad impression? I didn't hear any other questions yet. Wonderful. Oh, okay. Uh, I've co-starred in movies like Fallen, The Mexican, and Kill Them Softly. I won three Emmys playing Tony Soprano in The Sopranos at HBO, and I passed away in 2013 in Rome, Italy. Oh, man, I know who I know what he looks like, but I can't think of his name. I got nothing. All right, man. Thank you very much for trying. Hello, the X. Hello. The answer is James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. We'll take James it. Gandolfini is 100% correct. Well done, sir. Black Label Society tickets are yours. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you. Uh, why is Jimmy Gandolfini in the news? Well, uh, he, of course, uh, played Tony Soprano for many years, and uh, now his son, Michael Gandolfini, is going to be playing Tony Soprano in uh, Many Saints of Newark, the movie that comes out October 1st. I didn't know if you knew that or not, uh, Nick, if you'd seen that, but uh, he recently did an interview talking about uh, how this uh, came about, and he said uh, uh, that uh, it was not an easy something. It's not something that just handed him to uh, be able to do this because he was his son, and uh, that, interesting enough, the pressure is real, Michael said about taking on his father's most iconic role. There's fear, but the second layer is that a lot of people don't think to care about, which is actually harder, is to play Tony Soprano. Not only was it fe the feeling of my dad, it was like Tony Soprano is a bleeping hard character. Uh, he walked away from the movie uh, with a lot of pride for his father, saying he was not Tony, the actor. Uh, the only insight that he had is he gained a deep pride in him. I'm exhausted after three months. You did that for nine years. So it uh, looks like it could be very interesting. And weirdly enough, I'm interested in this movie, Nick, because I think it looks great. Maybe that will get me to watch the entire series. I've only seen a few episodes of The Sopranos. Interesting. I, I have not heard good things about the movie. Uh, I, I did not like the story that came out yesterday about uh, Carmela, so that has me worried as well about the movie. Um, I know that Michael was his kid. I know that he wasn't an actor, and I know that they gave him the role, which uh, I'm not sure he can pull off, but I hope he can because I did love The Sopranos very much, and I feel like I'm pot committed, so I have have to actually watch this movie no matter how good or bad it is and i hope it is good but i've got uh, i've got my tribulations about whether or not it will be or not but i still will sit down and i will watch it uh, but we'll see if it's any good what makes you want to see it i don't know the trailer i mean oh. I, I, the trailer looks cool all right that's uh, what the trailer is supposed to do but you've never seen goodfellas right yeah, of course I've seen. Oh, Goodfellas. I thought you said I thought you, you said you crazy? didn't see it. I'm sorry. Maybe you just don't like it. I don't know. I can't remember uh, what it is about Goodfellas that, that there was something about it. Maybe I've asked a couple of Goodfellas questions and you didn't remember any of them. One of the two. Either way, it's going to be available October 1st on HBO Max if you want to watch it and you're a Sopranos fan. It will be there. That's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> Chevelle Mars Simula wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. As a matter of fact, Big J, that's a wrap for you until next week, dude. You're officially on vacation. Got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J today. Had some technical difficulties at the beginning, but you know what we do, Big J? Adapt and overcome, don't we, pal? Yeah, right. And uh, everything was fine from there on out. And, of course, we also had a chance to give away some tickets. Reminder that pre-sale 
goes live happening in about nine minutes on the all the socials. You can check out the link to the place where you need to go for the presale and the code for that Ghost Volbeat show coming up on January the 28th. So if you want to get your tickets before anybody else, today's your day. That code and link is only good until 10 o'clock tonight. So take advantage and use it while you can. That does leave you with the floor, Big J. Uh, say chowda. Chowda. That's pretty much it. Oh, I mean, my God. I'm, I'm going to come back. I'm probably going to come back with an accent is um, what I'm trying to say. I see. Are you uh, you are going to partake and partake in some seafood that much? I am fairly sure of over your car. So oh, yeah. your time there. Um, are you looking forward to anything else on your agenda outside of the football game and food? Uh, yeah, I mean, all of it. Uh, just kind of hanging out with the kids. And um, let's see, we're going to Salem. Obviously, we're going to be going through some sort of uh, the horror museum. So we'll get a chance to check that out. And then Portland, Maine, looking forward to some uh, some Maine uh, lobster action. More food. Got it. Well, it should be a fun vacation, yeah. buddy. What Safe travels, my friend, and enjoy it. And we will see you uh, next Friday, okay? All right, I'll be here. In the meantime, we will have a guest host coming on tomorrow. Alkali Lake, the streamer slash cosplayer, is going to be on the show with me all day long tomorrow. It's going to be pretty awesome. Every day that Big J's gone, we'll have a new celebrity guest host. You can check out our socials for the list of those as well. So hopefully we'll see you around here this time tomorrow for the fun. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.